Hello and welcome to episode number 203, Armin Show Podcast and the place to be. On this episode, I am in. This is a radio show that I do, sort of, but I'm at a radio show, actually. Who am I with here? Oh, man. Romeo from 93.5K that I do the morning show. I just want to know why it took over 200 episodes before you got me in, knowing that me and you used to play ball back in the day. Right. Okay. Well, what happened was, you know, I was trying a lot, and then Romeo was like, no, not cool enough yet. Not cool enough yet. (laughs) Then I kept trying a little bit more, and then Romeo was like, you're getting there. You're getting there. Now I'm at 203. He's like, okay. Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) I'll give you a chance. Dang it. So that's what you got to do in life. You have to progress to a point where people can connect that's with it. you at that level. That's how it works, man. But it's good seeing you again, man. For Same. real, bro. Absolutely. You're like a person. Yeah. Yeah, I'm real. I don't say that to everybody. Oh, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Romeo, so I want to intro a little bit. You've been in three segments of my existence. One was when I was little, mm-hmm. littler, listening to Power 106. I was living in Ventura and other places. Yeah. And I would hear you. And you'd be Romeo and DJ the Goodfellas. They make music. They would be on. Not that they make. They also made music. Actually, yeah, frankly, music too. Yep. I want to point that out. You wouldn't know this, but there's a song called MVPs by Three Deep. Romeo's part of that. Yeah. I thought it was a cool song because this liquid melody in the background. I like those kinds of things. He was in it. Now there was that element. Power 106. We'll talk about that. Then after that, later I'm playing basketball. Yeah. In the Burbank region, part of the crew. Romeo is playing basketball. Okay. He's part of the crew. Then after that, later I'm like, hmm, no offense to the current rap music, but it just doesn't have the same beat to it. And so I happen to hear a station that has some of the stuff that has the stuff I like, but that has actually a drum, like a I don't know what to say, but it's just not there anymore. Now it's like the So, and where's that? 93.5 K Day? Yeah. Who's there? Romeo. So. I'm just in your life permanently. You're in there, okay? Just there. So first, how did you music? Where did you end up, how did you end up going that way, in that direction? What led you to Power 106 in the first place? Well, started off, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. So DJ and myself, we had been performing and doing music since seventh grade. Mm-hmm. So we went to college in Houston. Oh, so it's seventh grade. music. Yeah, so I've been knowing that guy for a long time. Right. So we had a couple records out back home, and then after college, after two years in, we were like, you know what, we got to go to L.A. So we came home from college, packed up, came out to L.A. Right. And now we were trying to do music. Mm-hmm. We were actually in a studio session when someone walked up to us and said, I know Big Boy. Big Boy Big Part Boy. 106. Yeah, yeah. And he's they're hiring over there for part-timers. We're like, to be on the radio? He's right. like, yeah. We're like, well, how much? Well, they normally make like between 17, 35 an hour. We're this like, must have been early. Yeah. Oh, this was like 2000. Right, 2000. Right. We were like, where did we sign up at? Well, how do we get on this? <laughs> exactly. That's the cool stuff. So we auditioned for it. And uh, Jeff Garcia, who actually produces uh, Cruiser Show at Power 106, the mm-hmm. morning show. I know. He ran a board for us and he said, hey, hire these guys. And right. That's how we got in. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, right place, right time. Right place, right time. Because mm-hmm. somebody maybe two years later is like, how can I get on that? Sorry, you're too late. Yeah. You're too late. You're yeah, not part of the window crew. window closes. Timing is short. It's like there's Coca-Cola, and then you come in later, you're not Coca-Cola, and you have to compete with Coca-Cola. Yeah, not at all, man. That's some good stuff. Power 6, how long were you there for? Power 106, I was there from like 99 all the way to 2006. Mm-hmm. So it was a great part of my career. Uh, we just celebrated Aaliyah's birthday a couple of days ago. May she rest in peace. Shout out to Aaliyah. Wonderful. Yeah. She is a good representation of like a just a nice she said she had nice messages yes she did she did and she was a great entertainer and she was a real person when you met her she was so down to earth so we met her on several occasions i mean had a chance to hang out with diddy snoop dogg so these are artists that before i came out here i would look up to and now i'm in front of them with a microphone it was like so surreal for me but this is part of my journey i just didn't know it then 
Romeo's journey is vast. Okay. <laughs> Aliyah, how would you describe Aliyah in a couple words, if you could? Um, Super amazing. And I'm going to tell you why. Such a warm heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the incident where we actually flew with her in a private plane from here to Moscow, Idaho. It was a promotion. I didn't know that was a city, by the way. Yeah, well, that was our whole little gimmick. You get to win a trip to Moscow, then, like, give you a delay. Dang. Idaho. <laughs> so, but it was a one-day trip where this winner and his friend got a chance to fly with Aaliyah, DJ, and myself, two-hour flight to Idaho. We went somewhere, had lunch, and came back. Played Nintendo on the jet, everything. Oh. And she, you know, she could have been quiet into herself. Not at all, man. She was hands-on the whole time. It was dope. Dang. She's very nice, and multiple people who, they're not even really into rap, they like some of her songs specifically because it's like a warm message, like caring. It was different. Yeah, yeah. It was like it actually cared for you versus some other songs. And imagine going from hanging out with Aaliyah to doing clubs with Bone Thugs and Harmony. What kind of life is this? That's cool. (laughs) Bone Thugs and Harmony, great. Really fast-paced. I think they're one of the earliest people to do like triplets in the rap that they're kind of doing now. That's why they have problems with Migos. They feel like Migos, (laughs) instead of just giving them credit, saying, you know what, you guys kind of helped start that. Right. What we kind of do now. Right. No, they want to battle Bone Thugs and Harmony. Right. Yeah. I think it was somebody yesterday. From a recent episode, uh, Professor was saying the diff- there's a battle between credit and influence. It's like you can either influence mm-hmm. or get take credit for it. It's hard to do both, and then it ends up being like a battle. Oh, okay, yeah, well, we did it, but then you lose some influence because people are like, you're not giving credit back to the people that... Exactly, exactly. There's a dichotomy there. Interesting. <laughs> that connects back. Yeah, it does. Episode 201. Uh, <laughs> we're in the out. 200s now, okay? Now, Bone Thugs and Harmony, by the way, great. Yes. What are who are some people along with those who you find to be memorable from that time that are you connected with? Like um, they connected well with you. When J Lo first started putting her music out, mm-hmm. did an interview with her. Who is that? Is phone. that a performer? Yeah, I know, right? Okay, J Lo, the performer. Okay. Um, the dancer. Uh-huh. She had a record she had dropped, and um, she was in New York, so we did it by phone. And her and I were singing to each other. Like I just oh. started singing, then she started responding. And it was like we never met. Right. So once we finally met in person, it was so cool to hang out. Right. Uh, Destiny's Child. We did an event with them at the Soul Train Music Awards where they lost their jewelry, which was real, because most of the time in the industry they wear the fake jewelry in case they get jacked. Right. Yeah. Snatched. Exactly. It was real, and they lost their bracelets, and it cost a lot of money. And luckily, we picked it up and found it. Oh, you found it? Yeah. So they were cool. After that, they were like, "Oh my God, you're our friends, whatever." So it's huh? it's a trip. How many people? It's pretty much anyone in the industry that's done hip hop and R and B. I've had a chance to talk to, and it's been such a blessing, man. This is true. Okay, I've thought about this because individuals like I don't know DJ Quick. I listen to his songs. I yeah. have his albums. I listen. Romeo meets DJ Quick. You know what is this? It's different. Yeah. That's cool. What is something about? I have to, DJ Quick, like well, first of all, celebrating his birthday. Sugar Free's birthday is on the what's the day's date? The seventeenth. Sugar Free, really good. These yes, people yes. are my style. That's the stuff yeah. I listen to all the time. DJ Quick's birthday is going to be January the eighteenth. So let's talk about that. Celebrating his birthday. The first time I came out here, we met Quick at Power One Hundred Six. He invited me to his house. Now I'm playing basketball with him. Mossberg. You play basketball. Mossberg. Yes. The song "Shut Up" is one of the best. Come on, man. That baseline. <laughs> 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 I can't really do exactly that. It's good. <laughs> but I had a chance to hang out at his house, play basketball, uh, go to studio sessions with him. And, like, you know, we're, like, best friends today. I can pick up the phone and call him. So it's crazy. That is crazy. Again, and he used to come to St. Louis and do shows, and I would be in the audience watching his shows, not knowing one day he and I would be friends. 
Some great songs by DJ Quick. You ain't fresh. Uh, Do I love her? Has this great like rain in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. He had some really punchy. And then is he had bass lines that like talk to you. The bass was like its own little communication, which yeah. that doesn't happen as much now. No, it's more I, just. Well, you know, since you are at the station, we're live. I'm about to go live, so yeah. we, we can keep rolling if you want. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. We keep rolling. We are live right now. This is the best part. At a radio station, anything could happen. Okay. Anything. Yeah, that's the variety of it right there. Now, I think this is really cool because this is the reality of life. You can do things at the moment and never. Do you hear that? You can't make that up. No. This is real. And the Roots dropped the album, Do You Want More, in 1995. There's a hip-hop history right here. What? 935K. They give me that 90s hip-hop back to back. That's real right there, okay? You can't plan that. You can't make that up. And this is music from the time when I liked music a lot. It had more beat to it. We had Puff Daddy, Who's Diddy. Snoop and all the various you know what I think about sometimes do you ever What's think that? about this a lot of the songs from the albums like Snoop had a song Serial Killer you'd never hear that on the radio there's so many songs you'd never hear on the radio yeah, yeah. there's like four or five songs you heard a lot and then like a thousand songs that yeah cause you had the main records that you know cause they would do like a little poll or like a little focus group what records do you like off this album right. and that's how they would base it but there were so many B records or C side records that you know that everyone loved right yeah man I think about that sometimes. There's some songs you you've never heard on the radio, but it was a per, it was a song they made, just like another one. Yeah. One was selected. That's pretty cool. Now, at Power One Six, um, what was your idea uh, moving forward? Like, did you think I would like to do more radio? What aspirations did you have around that time? Still had that passion to do music, so we actually at the MVP we did another song called I'll Do. Mm-hmm. And we had we had changed our name to the group to DNR because we were the good fellas in Tito on the radio. Yes. But we didn't want other radio stations not playing not to play us because oh we can't play the good fellow records. They're our competition. They're our competition. So we would change it to DNR. It's a strategic okay strategy, folks. Absolutely. Right. So we did that, made a video tour, we're still trying to do that. We had a hopes of going syndicated back during that time because syndication radio was just starting to take off. Mm-hmm. And then unfortunately that's when they decided to make a change at Power 106, which by the way, K Day owns. K Day owns. We're in full circle here. This K- is the same building I was in at Power 106 years ago. KDO, this is a lot of information all at the same time, <laughs> but interesting. Yeah. KDO owns, I wouldn't have thought Power that. Power 106, biggest hip-hop station in L.A., right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there working, got let go because they wanted to change some direction. Years later, I joined the little train that could, KDO, and we buy Power this, 106. This is, I think, exactly the same story as Steve Jobs at Apple. Like, he was at something next, and then... They let him go, and then he went to other company and bought Next. It's like the same. Yeah. There's an analog here. It's crazy. Is this Steve Jobs here or Romeo? I'm, <laughs> it's Romeo, okay? Who is Steve Jobs? I'm kidding. He's a nice guy. He's gone. Yes, he is. Now, so that was Power on the Six. And then when you move forward, now basketball. I want to include this part. Yeah. We played ball. Mm-hmm. On the court, you're like a leader. Nobody like Romeo on the court. You lead everywhere. Romeo, husband, father, leading everywhere. Yeah. Where does that come from? When did you know you had leadership? Um, I just think, you know, not having a father, my mother taught me, like, you look people in the eye when you talk to them. You mm-hmm. speak loud to be heard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's important that you stand out because if you want to get in this business of entertainment, so many people want this. What's going to make you different? 
Right. So you have to be heard, you have to stand out, and you have to be humble. Mm-hmm. And I'm all of that. So when it comes on the court, yeah, I probably could make three or four shots in a row, but I want to pass it because I want you to get in the game too so we all can win together. Mm-hmm. It's always been my – that's how I, that's how I work. I've noticed this when I was on the court. It's like Romeo's managing it. He's very direct. He's not going to let you uh, do something that you're not doing your best. You could just tell. Most people don't do that, which is okay. Everybody has a different style. True, true. But I notice those who have that kind of style. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. That means my mama did well. Yeah. It's memorable. <laughs> now, basketball, so how often do you play basketball? play basketball still three, at least three days a week. And during that time at Power 106, E-Man and DJ and myself, we people. started uh, our Power 106 All-Star Night. Mm-hmm. So where we would go to schools once or twice a week, we'll get celebrities to come play with Power 106 staff to play against the teachers to raise money for the school. So we got no money. 100% of proceeds went to that school. If we went to Burbank High and they sold out the gym, they get to keep all that money. Oh. Whether it's for senior vacation, for books, and we would come do this for free. This was our way of giving back. That's nice. Because I always had love for basketball because I tried in high school and I, you know there's 12 men on the roster. Okay. I was the 12th man because I sucked in high school. Really? Believe it or not. But I could run all the time. Really? I didn't learn how to get a jump shot until I went to college, man, but it was too late. How is that possible? <laughs> Really? Really, but I went to college on a track scholarship. So the running is what kept me in a game of basketball when I had no skills. Interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. That's cool. Because so you've seen me make Yeah, you change. got the shots. He's got the shot. Like, I would have thought the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, uh, my producer of the morning show, Manny, uh, right. he hears rumors that I'm not that good at basketball, right. so he gives me a hard time sometimes. That's messed up, Manny. Okay. <laughs> Manny over there not supporting, okay? We want supportive around. We want positive energy. <laughs> We're about to do yoga over here. Kidding. That's pretty good for meditation. So that's basketball. Yeah. You, and you're still playing basketball, which is good. Yes. The injury sport. It's one of the – well, there, I put five injury sports out there. There's boxing, wrestling, hockey. Uh, there's two other ones. Maybe basketball could be – no, basketball is one of the sports. I yeah. count that in the sports. Basketball, yeah. soccer, and then, and there's games like bowling and – you if you sweat. hurt yourself bowling, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to give up bowling. I'm injured, man. Unless you got a bad back or something. Right. You transition. So after that part, you're on K-Day. Yeah. There's a, like a three-year, four-year gap where I'm trying to get back into radio. Right. And I'm going to do this live break right now, and I'm going to tell you what I had yes. to do to get back here. Live break happening. Oh, we live. We live right now. Okay. Unbelievable. This is this as is real as it gets. <laughs> Yeah. Ice Cube right there. Mm. Beats. Beats all day. Definitely one of the best to ever do it. Ice Cube. 935K, they get that 90s hip hop back to back. Funk in LA is going down March the 2nd, Microsoft Theater. Get your tickets right now at 935KD.com. More's than the time. Zap. Cameo is going to be an amazing show, and I know for a fact Paulina is going to hook you up with that. What a presenter. Do you hear that? Some people are always on. Okay, not everybody has to have that kind of skill set, but some individuals are ready to go at a moment's notice, and Romeo happens to be one of those individuals. I would like to think that I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. He got that style. Absolutely. I'm all over the place because I just have to turn this board this way. He's turning the board. The cool thing about there's so many microphones in the room that if anybody didn't have a microphone, there's no shortage of microphones. So this is called abundance. <laughs> Manny with the assistance in the background, very cool. Manny's a dude. I have a great story about right? him later too. Great story about that dude. I would like to hear it. <laughs> 
Well, first, I'm going to tell you how I got back here. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Is everybody? Yes. I live on testimonies. I, th- I feel like whenever you go through something in your life, or no matter how good or bad it is, you should tell people, share it, because in some form or fashion, it's going to encourage or motivate other people. Mm-hmm. Bring value. Yeah. So when I used to come play basketball with you a lot in the court, I was trying right. to get back in the radio. I mm-hmm. wasn't even working at the time. So you go from being a top one of the top DJs behind Big Boy in L.A. In Los Angeles Number County. one afternoon drive for many years LA. to get let go. Right. Because they want to go a different direction. I understand that happens. What's a different direction? It doesn't include Romeo, okay? That's, what that is that direction? That what are we going point. to Antarctica? But everything happens for a reason. That's how I look at it. So um, yes. I, I had to step back, take a look at my life, and uh, do things differently. And I think it made me a better person. Right. Um, I think also during that time that I was kind of losing myself because a lot of things were going on in my life and I may have been having too much fun. This guy's having too much fun. Yeah. So I think that was a way of reeling me back saying, hold on, pause. This is not why you got this blessing. You, you got it all wrong. Mm-hmm. So anyway, eventually I had to go to St. Louis for 10 months. Mm-hmm. This is after I had my, my, my son. So he was a year old and I had to leave him. I just want to point out cool names across all your people. Thank you. Romeo's a cool name. Can I name other individuals Absolutely. here? Baby G? Yes. Tell me that's not the cool. Like, and my girl's a DJ, DJ Baby G. I mean, come on. And then, <laughs> and then your boy. My, uh, yeah, Malachi. That's not a that name. Malachi. You know, it ends like on a high note. Like you're about to go up a mountain. Or you're something. about to go high with Malachi. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The great names. So I had to leave them to go home, and where I started singing with a band, and then uh, I don't mean to get too religious on you, but God said you're going to get on radio in St. Louis, and I did. You're going to get on radio in St. Louis, what you did at that time? Yeah, so when I went home just to join the band, I had no I had no interview for radio. Mm-hmm. Somebody saw me at a club talking between sets, because you know me. Right. So Social when the cool. band wasn't performing, I'm on. hey, how everybody doing? He's like, you ever did radio? I said, no, I lied. <laughs> I did a liar. Interview. Yeah, okay. I know. I got liar. put on. Oh. And then what Lying is good, was, okay, now you know. Yeah, lying in that case, because I didn't want the guy to try and trace my past. Not that I had a bad one. You know, I just want to add in, the kid, when kids are like really young, the first one to lie, they see is the smartest one. Yeah, well, that was me. Yeah. Uh, so, Boom. it worked. It worked I'm out. trying. <laughs> so, I go there, I do that, I get put on the radio station. Another radio station that was going up against that one I worked at wanted to hire me full time, but they had to call LA for a reference. Oh. So, when they did, a friend of mine that was running K-Day at the time said, I can't give you a reference to being in St. Louis. You need to be back out here with your family in L.A. I'm going to get you hired at K-Day. That's a dramatic statement. And here I am, back home, back in L.A. Huh. Yeah. And then months later, that's when L.A., K-Day buys Power 106. And then I come back to the same eighth floor that I did Power at. They're right next door. So I'm on the same floor, same building I started my career. Full circle. Dang. Can you keep up with all that? I keep up with all that. (laughs) It's always interesting, though, in life. It's sort of like... You do all these things, and then let's say you grew up in, uh, we'll use Idaho. St. Louis. <laughs> or St. Louis. Yeah. I've been to Idaho, though. Right. Idaho. Moscow. And like you do all these things, and then you'll find out that like four doors down was the person that you would work with. Or, you know, yeah. it's always like not that far from where you were mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. It's a larger scale theme. We have to look at life holistically. We do. Yeah. Now, so one thing is, where well who are some people at k-day that you've met that you didn't meet at power on six is there any category there um cc 
Si, si. Who used to do uh, Middays at K-Day. She now joins Cruise with the morning show at Power 106. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been in the game for 16 years. Um, she's so passionate. Mm-hmm. She is L.A. She's she the true definition of L.A. CCS. Oh. So I got a mad props for her. Um, and you know, we kind of built the staff from there with CCNI. PJ Butter, who used to work at The Beat years ago. Right. He does Middays here at K-Day. Is his name based on like peanut butter and jelly, but then rearranged? I used to think that. Okay. But I, I don't think it is. But, uh, you know, he's had that name. I I remember they used to say, here comes the butter. And the they still butter. butter. Yeah. And he's been in the game over 20 years. Well, mm-hmm. what about any, like, uh, music makers? Were there any that, well, that, that wouldn't make sense, actually, because these are the classics, so then you would have met them probably. Yeah, Yeah, I met most of the producers back then. I, I met, I like DJ Mustard and some other rap producers mm-hmm. that's in the game today. Mm-hmm. Ty Dolla Sign, because... We do, since we own Power 106, we do everything together. Right. We're one. So, like, when we do the MLK Parade, we're going to be on one flow together. When we do Powerhouse, K-Day staff has to be there, which is dope. So, I get a chance to meet the Ty Dollars, the Kendrick Lamars, and I get to ask him, like, who was your inspiration growing up? There's always a way to connect. It was Romeo the whole time. Current, exactly. I wish. Huh? There's always a way to connect current artists to the past because they had to get their motivation from some artists. Right. And that's what's that's what makes K Day so golden. Like the '90s hip hop was so epic. Right. Yeah. I want to do my impression once again. This is '90s hip hop. And this is current hip hop. So it's different. It's more like the way I think about it is that time it was more like confrontational and uh, making a statement, and now it's more like uh, I just use some substance and I want to relax, kind mm, of. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of. And allegedly, that's what a lot of them doing. Allegedly. I okay. never heard of lean back we, in the we day. We have no information. <laughs> we but, know nothing. But possibly things have occurred. Yeah. What is uh, something that. Because I sometimes look back on this is the beginning of 2019 mm-hmm. that happened in 2018 that you were like this is cool related to my happenings. Um, my relationship year. has grown with a man that's done radio for 75 years. He's 93 years old. I know who this individual is. Who is this individual? You say it. It is Art LeBeau. Art LeBeau. Now tell me about that. Um, been listening to him for years, but over the last couple of years he's taken me up under his wing. So whenever he does this Chicano Legend concerts or any concerts, I get to co-host it with him. I get to go on stage with Art LeBeau, the man that that I looked up to for many years. Like, we talk on the phone. Uh, he's about to receive an award on February the 1st, and he wants me to be there to re- to give him the award. Mm-hmm. So it almost feel like a passing of the torch or like a, a value. Uh, he's validating right. me this time around. Right. And it's, yeah, it's breathtaking because everyone knows Art LeBeau. But the fact I get to go up there and hang out with him backstage and on on stage and walk him on stage and everything, it's amazing, man. I just want to point out, is he the individual, because I, I know him, I've heard him, but I don't want to confuse, but is he the individual, like somebody will call him and he'll be like, so Crystal wants to give a shout out to her hood rats. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like that. It's great. That's, that's that it's award winning. Hey, I, well, I got homies from jail that will call him so they can send love right. to their loved ones outside right. the walls. Yes. Mike wants to reach out to his crew up in the hood. All Absolutely. right. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. That's pretty cool. It's nice. That it's like a apprenticeship, if you will. Yeah. And then also, sometimes I think about this, and I might have soon an elderly person on the show, maybe, mm-hmm. and they have real insight. They lived. They were there, and they saw this example, this example, this example. They can directly tell you. Yeah. And sometimes also elderly have elderly people have regrets 
and you notice that and you're like oh wait a minute maybe i'll just do stuff now so i don't have those regrets later they kind of give you all this insight yeah so to make it right yeah yep that's cool to have apprenticeship under people what uh, so you have performed on stage doing music yes absolutely what are the plans in that category? Um, going back to the studio, finally. It's been a few years. Mm -hmm. I'm way overdue, but I really wanted... How does Romeo go back in the studio? Everywhere is it... When I wake I'm, up I'm, every morning, right? Yeah, I'm in the studio, right? right, right but yeah. Yeah, but I want to go in the booth and like really do what I love to do, my first passion. And I really, you know, coming back this time around doing radio, I get a chance to do mornings. I never did mornings, so I get to wake up to sit in L.A. And you think about the right, competition. Right, you were in the, later in the day. I was afternoon. Right. But I get to wake up alone. You got Kevin and Bean. You got Big Boy. You got Ryan Seacrest. Like, all these heavy hitters. Right. You know, you got Steve Harvey. Like, we all pop the mic the same time. So, I really wanted to make sure my foundation was, was very firm in the morning show before I get back in the booth and start doing music. But now I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, maybe in 2019. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's some good stuff. I always like to check with people, like, a goal they have. One person was, like, writing more. Mm-hmm. And then, so like, what would be a specific in that category? Uh, for me, definitely um, to put some music out this year, which obviously nowadays is it solo or, or group? It'd be solo. Mm -hmm. And I think um, with the music industry, it's a lot easier to do it now mm -hmm. because there's so many ways. Just like there's so many ways to listen to music now. Right. There's so many ways you can put music and get it out there. So I think that's dope. And I mean, I have this platform to work off of. I mean, you know, because when I put this one out, they're going to know it's Romeo. They're going to know it's Romeo. Yes. And not some other person. You go to a lot of places in Los Angeles mm -hmm. related to event or such. Do you have any favorite areas of Los Angeles that you're like, I like being here? And just I, I love all of L.A. And you would think I was born here because obviously I've been here, what, 20 years now? Mm -hmm. But I can't get lost in L.A. Like, my, my girl was born and raised, and she still manages to somehow figure out how to get lost. And I'm just like, all you got to do is this, this, this. Like, it's so easy. So I love, I love all areas of L.A., but... Doing the form in Inglewood when we do Crush Groove, mm -hmm. it's amazing. The Microsoft Theater down, so I love being in downtown LA because when we do that, when we have events at the Shrine by USC, mm -hmm. just going to that area, all the history in the Shrine when they used to have the Soul Train Awards there and stuff like. So there's different venues I go to in areas where it always reminds me of something I've done since I've been here. There's not a place, a city I can go to in LA where it doesn't take me back to something. Right. Yeah. So I'm, my life's complete in that aspect. Right. And also from St. Louis. Yes. Now, I only went to basically one concert ever, which was Powerhouse, like 2001, two or something like that. Was it the Up and Smoke one? Which one was no, it? No, I missed. I didn't go to you that. missed that one? Okay. Tears, okay? That was <laughs> this is great stuff. Yeah. But I went with my friend uh, VJ Vincent in, from Ventura, and it was cool. Would you have been at that con? Were you there? Yes. Did every Powerhouse. Dang. I had a chance okay. to go to Hawaii four or five times because every year Power 106 would do, do a concert in Hawaii, and we would take listeners there and fly them over there. Mm. So got free trip to that too. Some perks with this business. There's some perks. Some perks up in here that happen. Just want to point that out. <laughs> now, have you thought about any sort of uh, YouTube or do you listen to any podcasts or what's your media consumption outside? Uh, of? Do you have a podcast? <clears throat> DJ and myself, the Goodfellas in mm -hmm. Porsche Coleman. So we have that podcast. Uh, we're about to bring a visual to us, so I'm excited about that. Uh, I do listen, uh, and I think what I get more educated. It's from my man who does social and helped me produce the morning show, Manny. Now, this guy came in under internship. Internship. Manny right. was an intern. But there are certain people that you know right off the back this guy's a star. 
so man, I, I, I put in whatever word I can put in, whatever feedback I can give the company to make sure he got hired. And that, even knowing that, I give him a year or two and he'll be in New York or somewhere else owning his own company because he's that kind of guy. What are some qualities about Manny that make him his work ethic, um, yeah. his knowledge mm -hmm. of hip hop, his knowledge of social media just today alone. Like he knows what time of the day to post stuff. He knows oh, like one. where to get the good content. Mm -hmm. Like I know the morning show is always going to be informative on K-Day because of what he brings to the table along with what I present. It's a win-win. Yeah. He is solid on distribution solid. and understanding. Mm -hmm. That's a good feature. He can be mean sometimes to people, but other than that, he's solid. Oh, he's mean sometimes. Yeah, meanie, you not Manny. He's meanie. Yeah. Oh, that's meanie cool. Manny. <laughs> Has you ever been called? Have you ever been called that? I've been called many things. He's been he's called, been called many things, okay. but not that. Superstar. Can I say missionary Manny? He's been called that missionary before. Missionary Manny. <laughs> 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 I was gonna. I came up with one, but I forgot it. But because that one made me forget it. That's oh, a good one, right? Sorry there. about that. So you're off with the missionary. Dang Manny. it! I got thrown off. I wonder what that's related to missionary. Probably like he goes around and builds churches or something. Yeah, let's let's say that. <laughs> we'll say that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. He's a builder, like a contractor. <laughs> that's not bad. Now, have you met some of these people? Uh, Dr. Dre. Uh, I have met Dr. Dre. Want to hear a quick story on that? Yes. Eminem performed at Powerhouse. Mm -hmm. The day after, I was at Miyagi's. that was on Sunset. Opened during the time. I went there for lunch. Is that still a open Sunday. or that's a go? It's closed now. Uh -huh. I went there, and I'm sitting there, and I look 10 feet away, and I'm like, that's Dr. Dre and his wife. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to bother him. And I was like, no, that's Dr. Dre. Like, you may not get this opportunity again. So I walked over to him, said, hey, uh, my name is Romeo. I work for Power 106, do the afternoon show. I said, we just at Powerhouse. He said, how did Eminem do? Because it was his first show in L.A. That's nice. Always checking he on He said, how my boy Eminem do? I said, he killed it. He said, that's all I need to know, man. Pleasure to meet you. Then I let him go eat. And wow. I walked away like, I met Dr. Dre. Right. I still get starstruck by certain people I meet. Mm -hmm. Being in this business, there's nothing wrong with that, right? That's Dre. Right. Yeah. That's nice. That says two things. One, he's always focused. Mm -hmm. Even when he's talking to anybody, he's just he's focused on his thing. And two, he's checking on feedback. Yeah. He Smart people always like, doing. That's his product right there. Right. Yeah. Dang. And then how about like uh, Eminem and uh, you met Snoop Dogg. That's met cool. Snoop Dogg several occasions, had him up to the station. We were there when he got his star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm -hmm. Went to his um, compound that night to celebrate. Mm -hmm. Snoop Dogg is dope and one of the most talented people I've ever met. Did you hear him do the L.A. Kings hockey game the other day? What do you mean? He They let him commentate. Oh, he did? Pull that up. Some of the best commentary. Just, he, was, he took hockey to a whole different level just by calling the game. Interesting. I didn't Snoop hear about did that. that. He is able to relate with every group. Yeah. Very few people do that. Very universal. Has that mass appeal. Right. Mass appeal, by the way, I want to point out, just rem remembered, is what Romeo's group Look performing was. Look at this transition Look, I got, here. These segues are off the charts, okay? <laughs> Put me on the segue roster. But <laughs> <laughs> that was... And then... That group, how long did you guys perform for? We've been over a year. We still perform. We're a cover band. Um, oh. <clears throat> when I went home to St. Louis before I came back to L.A. to get on K-Day, mm -hmm. I was with a cover band that I had started there. Mm -hmm. And they make about 300 plus thousand a year just mm -hmm. on cover bands, weddings, corporate. So I'm like, when I came back here, I'm like, I still had that passion to sing. So I want an outlet. So DJ's the drummer, mm -hmm. the other good fella. Oh. Uh, I got two female singers, a bass player, a lead player. And like, yo, we go all around town. We do festivals. We open up a crush groove, all that. You guys met at seventh grade, by the way, just to go back to Met this dude in seventh grade. You know, it's like, they say uh, early connections, you can't recreate them later because at that time, you're developing, they're developing, you're figuring out yeah. the world, and there's like a trust that later on, it's not the same scenario. 
I, I you know, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. Yeah, but we we went through the trenches. We went through a lot, to being shot at, being cursed out, chased. Cause we were performing, win contests all the time. Mm-hmm. And um and he got busted into the school we went to. I got to walk to school. Oh. So all the people that lived in his neighborhood didn't like me because I wasn't from there. Oh. So he had to vouch for me. We're like, no, don't mess with him. Leave him alone. This is my boy. We're doing music together. Yeah, because they wanted, they wanted to fight all the time. I had several fights with people from his neighborhood because I wasn't from there. Right. Yep. So he uh, he bridged that gap. He did. Mm-hmm. Bridging the gap is key. I once talked about that when I talked to people at the table over at a pizza place. They were like, thanks for bridging the gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a different kind of bridging the gap, like yes, socially. This <laughs> guy. Now, <laughs> I have always listened to beats for like, I don't know anybody who's listened to instrumentals of rap songs more than me in my existence, probably, mm-hmm. and I rapped on a lot of them, but um, I liked them a lot. Do you ever, how much do you pick up on beats when you're listening to them? How important are they and when you listen, or is it more lyrics, or what do you like? I think to an average listener, I don't want to use the word average loosely, but I think a listener, the first thing Default listener. To, yeah. It's the beat. Because mm-hmm. you want to have something that's going to make you bob your head. So that's what kind of gets you dialed in first. Then right. you start listening. Right. So when you have the content that can match the level of the beat, uh-huh. then you're talking about something special. Right. But there are a lot of times you hear a beat and, and the lyrics just fall way short. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I'm all about the beat. Yeah. I'm all about the beat. I think that's, you know, it's like a heartbeat. It's the music. So you got to have it. I've connected it to a heartbeat. I think that's almost part of why we like a beat. It reminds us of that. I thought about that. You get credit for that, by the way. I'm getting credit for that. Credit yeah. versus influence. I'll take the credit, then I lose influence. This is the worst. I <laughs> well, I influence you to take the credit. So he got the influence. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Actually, that is it. I think that is exactly what happens. Huh? I've been very strategic, Romeo. Now, Thank you. who is good at lyrics? Because that's the other end. Who are some people you've liked? And Jay Z, have you met him? Because I like his lyrics. Um, Jay Z interviewed him a couple of times on the phone. Seen him backstage when he performed once, Damn. but haven't really sat down, sat down with mm-hmm. him. I have with Nas, who I think is a dope lyricist. Right. Uh, Jay Z, obviously. Who would you put as your like few that you were? If like, I had to name these... my top five, let's go with your top. I, I don't know four just to change because Manny's gonna be upset with my top five. Oh man. <laughs> you know, man, if I had to might... just go off the top of my head for my top, just five, for the top of his head. Um, okay. I'm just going to go on that because there's so many. I'm going to name one. Uh-huh. Got to go with Pac for sure. Tupac. I mean, Tupac. I just, I, I feel like he tells story. Jay-Z, uh-huh. Nas, Kendrick Lamar, Jake Cole. If mm-hmm. I just name five. That may not be my true, true fop, top five, but just name it off the top of my head without taking 30 minutes. Huh. Yeah. That's some good stuff right there. I like of that crew. Tupac, yeah. He's, yeah. Jay-Z has a lot of depth to his stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't a story this time, okay? Okay. It's unrelated, but one time I'm walking on La Cienega for no reason in West Hollywood, as I tend to do for variety purposes, and then I pass by, and there's a guest pop-up shop. Mm-hmm. They were doing this pop-up thing, and then there's ASAP Rocky, and I didn't know who he was, but mm-hmm. he was like 10 feet from me. I'm like, I know that's a somebody. And then, but how did I get in there? I walked outside, there was some Lamborghini, and the guy was leaning on it, and I talked to him about Jay-Z lyrics for no reason, and he's like... He was shocked that I knew it, and he knew it. I, that, was, that was cool, and then he brought me in. That was his cousin. That was ASAP Nast. Story. Really? So we both knew Jay-Z lyrics, Justify My Thug lyrics. Wow, okay. So that was and nice. you just go up, strike a conversation. I was just talking, and then we talked about rap or something, and then I talked about lyrics I liked. He's like, yeah, man. I was like, I was shocked that he knew them, but I guess yeah. that's because most people I would talk to, they wouldn't know the lyrics. They just know, like, the chorus or something. Mm-hmm. So then he's like, oh, come on here, man. And he brought me in. And I still didn't know who ASAP Rocky was. By the time I looked him up, there was, like, 40 people around him. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, well, oh. I can't get to that guy now. <laughs> but you were in the same building. I was in this guest pop-up shop. And were you leaning on the Lamborghini as well? No, 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 he was. Oh, you should have leaned on it, bro. I should have just leaned on it. 
What are you doing? Just leaning on the Lamborghini? Lean back. And then, like, just to add some liveliness to the story, when I left, apparently, like, 20 minutes later, Kendall Jenner came inside. But oh, How was I supposed to know that? Oh. Yeah. It was already variety enough. This is just, I was walking by a building, you know. Now, was she dating him or no? I don't think so. Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> I can't keep up with the Kardashians. <laughs> There's a lot of them. And they're communicating. <laughs> yes. And they're impacting uh, industry and such. Um, what is a message you have to all people of the planet that represents you? Um, you're like going to get told no a thousand times, but all it takes is one yes to change your life. Um, you know, we, we go through it every day in our life, whether you're getting told no, rejected for a job, mm -hmm. uh, whether no, you didn't pass this test, whether no, you can't do this or that. It, use that as wood and throw it in your fire to motivate you to come back again. You know what I mean? Because it's easy to walk away and just pout. But no, come back. If you believe in what you're doing and what you want to accomplish, no means I'll be back. And I'm living proof. I'm back. You might want to close it out on that because that was pretty epic. That was epic. You can't top that. What am I going to randomly do a freestyle right now? No. You should. Okay. You owe me I, I that. freestyle a lot. Will you give me a beat? This will be amazing. Yeah. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. All right. I want to hear this. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Go. I'm doing this. I do it to the Romeo beat. I'm at the Ray Day show, not the K Day show. It's the Ray show. It's sunny. We're bright up in the spot. Radio show. There's so many microphones. It's hot. We're recording. He's giving me a beat. This is the best. You can't stop like this when we two are blessed. I'm with him. And he's giving me the action right there. Should I send it right back at him? Yeah, I don't care. Yo, send it back. Bring it back. Send it back. And, and Romeo in three, like two, this. one. Yo, I'm a freestyle. I work at K-Day. Met this homie back in the day. We was born on a court in Burbank. And you know my shots, they always bank into the basket. You gotta have it. Yo, rapping freestyle is like a habit. A bad habit. Like a habit burger. Yeah, you know I'm always over here. There. This and that. Front to back in the Cadillac. Drop, drop low. Now it's time to go. Peace out from your boy Romeo. Hey. And me. Whoa. Okay. Dang. Okay. We're not going to top that. Romeo, I am very glad to have had you on episode two or three of the Armin Show podcast. I'm looking forward to episode 712. That's when I'll be back, right? You're going to make me okay. wait to 712th I'm, episode? I'm making you wait till the 712th <laughs> episode, okay? So 409 episodes from now. Wow. He's quick with the math. Look, okay. I roll math hard, okay? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. No, no big deal. Just average. That's all you rolling hard? That's all I'm rolling hard. No <laughs> other things, okay? Check that with the new rap crew. Nope. Messing. Yes. Romeo, yep. glad to have you on. My man. To the future. Just know I see you. Right? I see y'all doing your thing, man. I'm proud of you, bro. Wonderful. And we are out.